I'm, I'm so grateful to God for this opportunity to uh, be here um, at Columbia Christian Church. Um, my wife and, and Amanda, uh, my wife and I, my wife Amanda and I have been traveling throughout the states, updating supporters, and uh, it's 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 so good to be here, um, especially uh, as I looked at the history of this church, knowing that this congregation has been here for uh, several years. Uh, it's such a blessing, you know, to be to be here. Um, I I've got to say this: my my first encounter with with John um, was in seminary at Cincinnati, and I had just come from Ghana studying there. My uh, charger to my computer had broke. Uh, in our very first class, I approached this young man I saw. He looked like a good guy. And, and I gave him a $50 check, uh, $50 uh, cash, and asked if he could purchase a charger for me. At that time, I wasn't driving, and I didn't know people um, at the school. Uh, and so he took the money um, and you know, didn't say a word, but then when he came back the next week, he came with a charger and my change, and his wife, Jen, had told him that, you know, he can't be giving you know, money to random people that he meets in the United States because someone will walk off with it. Um, the, the, <laughs> the thing with, with, with us in, in Ghana is that, you know, uh, growing up in a village and in, in the city, you trust people, and so I didn't think he was going to walk up with my $50, uh, but... As, as I've spent time in the States, I've, I've realized that you've got to be careful, uh, a lot more careful. So thank you, Jen, for allowing for uh, me to you know, learn more about, about, about the culture here. Um, I'm so thankful to God for, for this, this, this time. Um, we, one of the things that I, I am really passionate about and I'm excited you know, to share about is, is the gospel of the kingdom and, and what Christ is calling us to do. But before I even go to the, the theme that we have, which is uh, we are called out and sent out, out and we're looking uh, from, from, the, from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 10 from verses 1 through 42. But before I go to that, in, in 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 9, Peter writes to the, the Jews or the, the Christians in the, di- in the diaspora, in the dispersions, and he tells them this. He says, for you are a chosen race, a, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of God's possession, who have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And that is what the, what the team is about. We've been called out. The name church, uh, the word church, actually is from a Greek word that is ekklesia. Ek means out, and kaleo uh, means to be called. So we are called out of darkness, like Peter tells us. But then uh, in Peter, it tells us that we are to proclaim the, the, the praises of he who has called out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we've been called out of darkness, but we've also been given a role to be sharing the gospel with those who do not know about Christ and, and to be living for him. And so that is, that is where the, the text ca- comes from. If we go to the next slide, I want to uh, read a few definitions that I have here about mission. Uh, a mission is the act of the, of, 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 of the instance of sending, a ministry commissioned by a religious organization to propagate its faith or carry on humanitarian work, a body of persons sent out to perform a service or carry out an activity, a specific task for which a group uh, or a person is assigned to or charged with. Um, And this is basically what the church is about. Our God that we serve is a missionary God. Uh, Jesus Christ, you know, as part of the Godhead, was, was 
with the Father and realizing the sins of the world, God came down and took our nature and died in our place so that we might receive life eternal in him. That is missions. That is what the church as called is about, is to be a light in a place of darkness. And, and, and we see this very clearly in, 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 the, in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 10. But before we get to Matthew chapter 10, in, in Matthew chapter 9, we see that the disciples are named. And, and then the Bible tells us from, from verses 35, uh, Matthew 9, 35, that Jesus went throughout the villages preaching in the synagogues about the kingdom and healing the sick. And, and the Bible says that he looked at the people and he saw he had compassion on them. He saw that they were sheep without a shepherd. And then he turned to his disciples and he said, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are, are few. Pray then to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into the harvest field. And, 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 and you know, once Jesus told the disciples this, what we see in Matthew chapter 10 is that he sends them out. And that is what we are going to be, be looking at uh, today. And there are a few, um, you know, ver verses in this chapter that we'll be looking at. I want to talk about three things. Uh, the mission's purpose, the mission's problem, and then the mission's promises. What promises come as we go and about sharing, sharing the gospel with those who do not know about Christ. In Matthew chapter 28 from verses 19 to 20, Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I have taught you. For lo, I am with you to the very end of the age. Now, in Matthew chapter 10, when we look at uh, the, first, the first point I want, to, I want to talk about is the mission's purpose. In Matthew chapter 10, from verse 5 to 8, it reads, These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received. Freely you give. Now, we, we ask ourselves, what is the purpose of, of, of this mission? What, what, what is the purpose? The main purpose of the mission is to preach the kingdom. Uh, when Jesus was asking them to go into the villages to, to, to preach about the kingdom, he told them to tell them that the kingdom of God is near. That was because the Holy Spirit had not, you know, come and was not dwelling within us. Now, for us as Christians, as we go out to share this purpose of God, this purpose of missions, we tell people that the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is in our midst. Christ came to die. He left his home in heaven, came on earth to die as soon as death, so that we might receive life eternal in him. 2 Corinthians 5, 19 says that he who knew no sin became sin, so that we might become the righteousness of God. Now, as I, th I thought about this, I, I realized that there were so many things that Jesus could tell the disciples to, 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 to share. Uh, rather than talking about the kingdom, he could, he, they, could, they, they had the opportunity and they could be talking about the, the, the suppression uh, that they were, they were suffering at the hands of the Romans. Or they could talk about the, 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 uh, the, the, the uh, hypocrisy of the Pharisees. But that was not what Jesus asked them to, to talk about. There were all kinds of things that was what was concerning. There were all kinds of challenges that they were facing at that time, but Jesus was specific to them, that you need to tell the, pe the people, wherever you go, tell them that the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is in your midst. 
uh, in our ministry in Ghana, Togo, and Burkina Faso, we encounter a lot of challenges. Uh, in our world today, there are all kinds of people that are sick. There are people needing food. There are all kinds of situations that are difficult uh, that when you meet, you, 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 your heart is broken about it. But the most important thing for us as Christians, we who have been called out of darkness into light, is to, to be able to share that light of Christ with those who do not know him. That is what the purpose of the gospel is about. There are all kinds of injustices. There is hunger in the world. There is sickness. But the first and most important thing that people need to know is that Jesus loves them, that he left his home on high, came on earth and died so that we might receive life in him. That is the purpose of the gospel. And, 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 and one of, the, one of the, the key guys in scripture that I, I, I go to uh, when I think about the purpose of the gospel is, is Paul. Uh, when, when he became a Christian and when he was writing to the Romans, he tells them in Romans uh, 1.16 that I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone, first for the Jews, then for the Gentiles. Paul is not ashamed of the gospel. Uh, he, he, he was passionate about it. His life was lived fully for the gospel. He went through so much, uh, but was left for dead. He, he had to escape in a basket. He went through a lot of difficulty, challenges, uh, and, and, and pain, shipwrecked, was thrown in jail, all because of the gospel. And every opportunity he got, he shared this gospel of the kingdom so that those who do not know about Christ would come to know him. And he writes the Romans again in Romans uh, 14, verse 17. He says, the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That is what the kingdom of God is about. And, and, and as we consider this, the purpose of the kingdom, we, 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 I, I, my mind turns to what the Romans did. The, 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 the emperor of Rome um, was, was Caesar. And, and, you know, even, though, even, even when he is in, in, his, in his capital, in Rome, any nation that was conquered by the Romans, anywhere they went, they, they didn't only conquer the people and leave them to be. They brought the language of the Romans, Latin. They brought the way of life of the people there. And they did so much so that the people, wherever they had conquered, the people would get to, to, to understand the, the kingdom that they were part of. And they did this with this sole purpose, that one day Caesar might travel to, to this place that had been conquered, and they did not want him to be out of place. Uh, my question, I, I wonder sometimes if we as Christians are living our lives so that when King Jesus returns, he would not feel out of place. Are people hearing about the, the gospel? Are people learning about, about, about Christ? Are people understanding the love that he has? Because one day he's going to come, and when he comes... He's bringing his reward with him. That is what we're supposed to be about. The gospel of the kingdom needs to be preached. People need to know that Jesus loves them. When Jesus came on the scene, in Luke chapter 4, verse, verse, verses 18, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to, to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That is what Jesus came to do, to, to share about this kingdom, to allow us to be part of, of, of the love of God. And, and that is what the church is. We have been called into the kingdom, but there are so many people out there who do not know about Christ. And God wants us to use our skills and talents, all that we have, 
to draw those who do not know him to him. That is the gospel of the kingdom. So the mission's, pur- the mission's purpose is about the kingdom. The next thing we want to talk about is the mission's problems. Uh, Jesus was not vague with, with the disciples. He was clear to them that there, are going to, there is going to be challenges as you go to share this, this gospel. Jesus didn't tell them, well, because I have, I have come on earth, as you go to, to minister to these people, everything is going to be easy. He didn't tell them that it was going to be rosy. He told them to expect trouble. He said, a servant is not greater than his master. If I have been persecuted, you equally will be persecuted. And we see in, in Matthew chapter, um, chapter 10 from verses 17 uh, downward to 20. He says, be on guard against them who would hand you to, uh, over to the local councils and flog you in the synagogues. On my account, they will, you will be brought before governors and their kings uh, as witnesses to them. Uh, as witnesses to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Jesus told his disciples this as he was talking about the problems that come with, with, with sharing the gospel. The first thing he tells them is that there, 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 will, be some, there will be some challenges with that. There, there, will be, there are some people who will not listen to you. He tells them in verse 14, if anyone will, will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet, and, and when you leave that town or, 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 or go. So wherever they found themselves, Jesus told them that there, there will be challenges. You're going to share this, this gospel with people. We know we have family members, we have friends, we have people we work with that we want to share the gospel with, we try to share the gospel with, and, and they, they want nothing to do with it. They don't even want to, to listen to us. Jesus told the disciples to expect this. There will be some people, because of the problem of, of, of this mission, the problem of the gospel, because the devil is blinding the eyes of people, they would not want to listen to you. Do not be surprised about it. In our ministry, uh, we encounter so many people who want nothing to do with the gospel. But what we do, uh, as, as we move on to the next village or town, we continue in prayer for them. Because we know that it is God's heart that they would equally come to know Christ Jesus. Now, he didn't tell them only that there will, there will be people who would not listen. He said there, there are some people who would be combative. They, 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 will, they will not, it's, it's not just that they would not welcome you. They will turn against you. They, they, will, they will grab you. You will be flogged. You will be thrown in jail. You will go through all kinds of challenges. You will be persecuted for the gospel. But know and understand that I am with you in, this, in spite of that. Uh, there, there are so many people around the world. If if you go uh, to if you if you go to the 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 the, the, the uh, voice of the martyrs um, and you listen to what is happening to Christians, uh, if you look at what is happening in West Africa, if you look at what is happening in Asia, where Christians are trying to share their faith and and they are they are being persecuted. If you listen to what is happening in India, where the government has decided to turn against the church and they want to close as many churches as possible and are killing Christians because of the faith that they have, then you you would understand that this is the sort of combat that Jesus was saying we would face. The devil is not pleased when we are trying to share the gospel with those who do not know about Christ. The devil is not happy uh, when we are taking people from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. But Jesus says, this will happen. Do not be worried about it. When it is happening, know that you are indeed sharing that gospel that I've, I've called you to share. And so there will be people that will be combative. 
But the, 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 the interesting thing Jesus tells them is, is actually in Matthew chapter 10, verses 28. He told them what to be afraid of. He, he told them, you know, these people, they would want to hurt your body, but they cannot hurt your soul. He says, do, do not be afraid in Matthew 10, 28 to 30. He says, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of one who can destroy both body and soul in hellfire. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground, apart from the will of your father. And even, and even the hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid, yet you are worth more than sparrows. Jesus tells them that he has that authority, not only to destroy you know, the body. The people can harm the body. They can throw you in jail. They can beat you. They, 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 they can do all kinds of things to hurt this body. But ultimately, our Father in heaven, he has authority over both the body and the soul. And if we are trusting in him, if we are relying on him, if we are counting on him, if we are looking up to him, no matter what these people do to us for the gospel that we are sharing, we know that he's able to preserve us. One day, we're going to be with our Father. We, we, we will rejoice with him. We'll be uh, around the crystal sea, and it will be a wonderful time before him. He would look at us. And he would say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in little things. Therefore, come on in and receive more. That is what we've been, we've been called to do. And Jesus is, is, is helping us to understand that if people turn against us, are people persecuting us? Are people insulting us? Are people so standoffish about us? Do we have family members who want nothing to do with us because of our faith? Let us continue to love them. Let us continue to share with them because we were like these people. Uh, at a point in time, we did not know about Christ. Someone shared the love of Christ with us. It could have been our grandmother. It could have been uh, someone we worked with. It, it, I mean, it, maybe it was in Sunday school. Maybe it was someone you, you worked with. But, 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 but some, God used someone to allow you to hear, about, hear this gospel. And God is expecting you to be that someone to, hear, to help others who do not know about Christ to hear about him. We have to be loyal to the gospel. There is a story uh, told about uh, Alexander. I think it's probably, you know, a legend. But uh, a story is told uh, that he went to a walled city, a walled and gated city. It was on a sheer cliff. Uh, he went with a handful of soldiers. And when they got there, he wanted to, um, you know, he, he, he called out to the king and told him to surrender. The king came up, was standing on the walls, looking down at Alexander and seeing that, that he did not have enough soldiers. And he looked down at him and he said, you don't even have enough soldiers to take this city. Why should I surrender to you? And the story is told that Alexander told the king, I'll give you a demonstration. He had his soldiers, you know, march single file. And because of their loyalty, loyalty to him, they started marching down the sheer cliff. And, and, and after 10 soldiers marched down, he, he asked his soldiers to stand next to him and turned to, to his, the king and he said, you see the loyalty and the commitment of my soldiers? If they are able to listen to me in obedience and march off a cliff, you know that if we want to take this city, we will. And right when the king saw the loyalty of the soldiers of Alexander, he, 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 he surrendered to Alexander, even though he had uh, less men. And, 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 and sometimes I wonder if that is the sort of loyalty, the sort of um, tenacity, the sort of zeal that God expects of us, that, that God, God, God wants us to be loyal 
that he wants us to continue to, to share our faith. He wants us to continue to, to, to be moving and about the business of sharing the gospel that people who do not know about him would get to know him. Every day that passes, there are people perishing, and they are perishing in their sin. They do not know about Christ. And we have been blessed with an opportunity to know him. We've been blessed with this light, and it is up to us to equally share that light to those who do not know him. Um, a writer, John Kidd Faulkner, he said this. He said, I have but one candle of light to burn. I'd rather burn it out in a land saturated with darkness than in a land flooded with light. There are people in this, in this town who do not know about Christ. There are people in your family who do not know about Christ. And God has called you to be a minister to them. He has called you to reach out to them so that they would equally come to the saving knowledge that is in Christ Jesus. And we've seen the purpose of the gospel. The purpose of the gospel is to preach the kingdom, that Jesus Christ is here. Jesus Christ is in our midst. Jesus Christ died for our sin. Jesus Christ cares for us. We've seen problems that come with the gospel, that as we preach the gospel, there are some people who will not listen. Some people will be combative. But Jesus has told us not to be afraid of those things. But now we want to look at the promises that come as we share the gospel. The promises that come as we share the gospel, when, 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 when we look at what Jesus tells his disciples in Matthew chapter 10 from verse 32 to 39, we are reassured that indeed if we are passionate about sharing the gospel, if we are passionate about sharing this mission of Christ, that, that, that it, it, it comes with great promises. He says, whoever acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. Whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against his mother, a, a, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be members of his household. Anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. There was a picture uh, before this slide. Uh, and, and maybe if we could go back to the picture, I'll tell the story there. This is actually um, a, a picture of the, the, the chief's court in, in, in the village of Ginong in Burkina Faso. The, the man you see with the red hat, he is the chief of Burkina Faso. And in our part of the world, chiefs have a lot of power, authority. They control land. Uh, they, they settle disputes. Um, tribe, whole tribes look up to them. And when we went to start a church in Burkina Faso, um, we, 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 we encountered this chief. Uh, he is very Islamic and also worships idols. So he, uh, he's very feared and he's a man of power. We, we got into his, uh, in his court and we... we, we, we uh, we met with him and we started talking to him. When he heard we were Christians, he wanted, he wanted nothing to do with us. He basically, you know, uh, he said he, we, we are not allowed to talk directly to him. And that's the custom. Uh, so in order to talk to the chief, you have to talk to a linguist. And the linguist talks to him. And then he talks to the linguist and they talk back uh, to you. And uh, whilst we were there, it, it just seemed like there was, there was some some level of acrimony. Things, it, it didn't seem like things were going very well. So after a few minutes, I asked the, 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 the chief's court if I would be allowed to pray. And 
um, they started discussing amongst themselves. You know, um, they speak a language that I, I don't speak. Our church planters speaks uh, the, the Kasim language. And so uh, I, was, I asked him what, what the issue was, and he said um, they, they, they are discussing whether you'll be allowed to, to pray or not. And they kept discussing amongst themselves, and, I, and, 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 and then the chief spoke up. And he said, what if you pray and something happens? And I, I, I looked up to him and I said, uh, truly, I can tell you this. When we pray, things happen. Uh, uh, situations of this village will be changed. The peace of God will come over this place. And God will grant you wisdom to lead your people. And so after about six minutes of discussing, they allowed for me to pray. I prayed uh, and our church planter translated so they could hear the prayer. And I tell you, right after the prayer, this chief who would not allow me to speak directly to him was speaking directly to me. Something had happened because we prayed. Something changed in the, in, in the presence of these people. And um, people heard about what had happened, how we had been received uh, in, in, in his presence. And, and, and they were wondering, did this really happen? I said, yes. I mean, we, we, we trust in the God who is able to answer prayers, you know, Brothers and sisters, when we call on God in prayer, he answers. And, 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 and he did that for us. And one of the things that happened right after prayer, he said, you guys are now my friends. He said, I know all the troublemakers in this part of Burkina Faso, and I can tell you that anytime you come, you're safe. He gave us his numbers and said, when you're crossing the border into Burkina Faso, you tell the people at the border that you are my guests. And as a result of that, we've had a great opportunity going into this tribe, this area of Burkina Faso, but it is because we prayed, it is because we serve a God who answers prayers. And he still does that, even in, 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 in situations that are, are like this. But let's, let's go on to the, the next slide, um, which is about the promises that come as we, we share uh, the gospel. As we share the gospel, we, we know that Jesus is with us. We already know as a church that the Holy Spirit dwells within us, that we carry the very presence of God with us. And, and we, 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 we understand this. Jesus says that if you acknowledge me before men, I would acknowledge you before my Father who is in heaven. What a great promise to have, knowing that we have one who sits at the right hand of the Father interceding on our behalf. And, and, and it is so beautiful as we look at all of this. We know how this story ends. One day, as Revelation 7 tells us, there will be people from all nations, all tribes, all climb, and we will all gather before the throne of God in front of the crystal sea, and we will all sing songs of praise and glory to God. Uh, on, on that day, there will be no challenge with language. You know, in, in my country of Ghana, it's a country of 30 million people, and there are 67 different languages. And, 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 and sometimes I travel to places I do not understand the language of the people. But one day when we get to heaven, there would be no challenge at all. We, we would understand each other. It would be a beautiful reunion because we would be before our Father who is in heaven. If we go to the next slide, we see some of the promises that come. This is the, 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 the church in Burkina Faso. Because we trusted God, because we persisted in, 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 with, with challenge, because we took God at his word and decided to preach the gospel. People came to the Lord. There are other uh, pictures that, that we have um, on the next slide. Uh, th this is a picture of one of uh, our latest uh, churches in, 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 in Ghana. Uh, it's actually uh, in the village of New Jaili, 
baptisms, people, people come to the Lord because we take God at his word, because we trust him. I just want to encourage us this morning that we need to be about reaching out to those who do not know him. We need to use our time, our talent, our treasure to, 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 to be a light in places of darkness, in our school, in our workplaces. I, I, I keep telling, I tell Americans wherever I go that you, you, we, we've, you see that God is bringing the nations here. There are people coming from different countries. There are people coming here who do not know about Christ. We also have family members who do not know about Christ. God wants us to reach out to them. If we do all of this, we know that one day we will be blessed because we listened to the calling and the direction of our Father who is in heaven. Please bow down your heads and let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning for your love. It's so good to know that you are a God who answers prayers. Lord, we thank you that you did not, you did not sit in heaven and allow us to re remain in our sin, but you left your home on high and came on earth and took our place. You died for us so that we might come to know you. But Lord, we are thankful that you did not only call us, Lord, to know you, but you've called us to make you known. And so I pray that, Lord, you would help us to be a light in a place of darkness. I pray that, Lord, you would help us to use all that we have to draw those who do not know you to you. Lord, on days where we encounter challenges, where we encounter people that are against us and against your gospel, I pray that we remain steadfast to that calling. Father, I know that because you care for us, you would protect us until you come and take us home to yourself. We love you. It's in Christ's name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.